Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. So two transfers have been made already ahead of Game Week 7 and a wildcard still on the cards after a disaster Game Week 6. Massive regrets not pulling the trigger on the wildcard which in the end had an absolute blinder. More by luck than anything though because the wildcard did have Burn and Botman who closed the Game Week off with a goal each. Chilwell was benched, came on and got booked. He's one of the players that's left the team already with the early transfer. And the Alvarez move, another transfer fell with a one pointer from him. This one was a bit unfortunate, he looked like he was going to score that game and the Rodri red card changed the game completely. In the end, the likes of Mitoma's brace with 40% ownership and also no Newcastle defender was a rank killer. Transfer fails have been costly this season. Even selling Mitoma from Boomer was very reasonable, but that's cost points after his brace. Selling Martinelli for Sterling has been costly and even Xiao Pedro for Jackson has cost points. FBL Review's season review tool is up and it's a good way of measuring whether your decision making has been good and what side of variance you've actually landed on. I've got an MD rank of top 50k which is pretty solid this early so majorly unlucky to be sat absolutely nowhere near that. Hoping for a good bounce back next week and a decision to make whether to wildcard. It might actually come down to Saka's injury and his availability which we'll talk about. This week's wildcard video did have Saka in so I've also made a wildcard team with no Saka which will be later in this video. His other team looks this week after a couple of transfers made already. Albert Einstein said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Anyway, Pickford in goal this week. To be fair, this is perhaps the best fixture he'll have all season and he has to start ahead of Turner who's got Brentford. Everton are going to see this as a massive opportunity for three points. After beating Brentford as well last week, perhaps they're looking to turn a corner now. The defence is Botman, Trippier and Gabriel. I rarely move early on players, but with the Newcastle defenders rising in price, plus Chilwell and Shaw heading the opposite way, plus I had exact money so I moved earlier on Trippier and Botman. A week too late after a 12 and 18 pointer reach last week, but Burnley home another solid fixture. It is a minus 4 which is another reason the wildcards tempt him. If you're not aware, you can take a hit and then wildcard later which does wipe out all your hits. The free hit does work the same but I wouldn't recommend free hitting this week, save it for a bigger double game week or a blank game week later in the season. 
Your Game Week 7 clean sheet odds are as follows. Newcastle joints up this week with Everton, both given a 47% chance. So that's three assets and Pickford, Botman and Trippier in the team. I've calculated the combined odds for Luton and Burnley for their double game week. Luton with a 39.8% chance of a clean sheet across every game, 38% chance for Burnley. Gabriel's got a 36% chance and he's away to Bournemouth. Starting the season with him over Saliba has been incredibly costly in points and team value. 13 points separates the two and he's dropped to 4.7 mil now. Absolute bargain if you're wildcarding in the coming weeks though. Arsenal could be without Rice as well as Party for this fixture. Perhaps we see Jorginho start if Rice isn't back fit in time. The midfield is Sterling and Bumo, Saka, Son and Rashford. Despite some poor scores recently, I look at the midfielder and I think it's absolutely fine, which makes me hesitant to hit wildcard. Sterling has been a huge disappointment, but selling him before he faces Fulham and Burnley is asking for trouble. Perhaps he even starts up top next match with Jackson suspended. Mbumo, Saka and Rashford all make way on the wildcard too and they've all got fine fixtures. If I don't wildcard this week, it won't be till game week 9 or 10. Game week 8 is pretty simple, it'll be Saka to Madison for the looting game when Saka's got Man City. But it all depends on Saka's availability this week, gonna have to wait until the Friday presses, after which point there will have been a few price rises that will price me out of the current wildcard draft I put together. Not ideal, but better to wait for the information. Sun faces Liverpool which isn't a bad fixture at all on paper. If he's not in your team, you can afford to wait a week and then strongly consider how to get him in before the Luton and Fulham fixtures. In my case, I'm looking to triple up on Spurs for that run. Already got a doge who's obviously benched this week and then it's Madison to join the team game week 8. Rashford was rested midweek in the League Cup as Man United defeated Crystal Palace 3-0. Amrabat was really impressive by the way, looks like he's going to bring a lot to the team. He could end up filling in at left back once again in game week 7 versus Palace. Mount also returned from injury midweek, so perhaps Man United are back on the rise now. Rashford is another reason I'm hesitant to wildcard because he'd have to make way. Up top we've got Haaland captain and Alvarez. Looking at the FPL landscape, the next 5 game weeks are a nightmare to navigate. I really do think that Watkins is going to become an excellent pick with their upcoming games, but then do you drop Alvarez? Or if you run with a front three, which four midfielders do you go for? Saka, Rashford, Madison, Son, Bruno, Salah, Gordon, Diaby, etc. All such good picks. Can't have them all, so let's hope we get the right ones. Since Alvarez is only 7mm and pretty secure for minutes while De Bruyne's out, perhaps he should be left in as a set and forget pick for not putting 9 mil saved on Watkins as well. Alvarez with Diaby and Cash could be enough Villa exposure rather than tripling up with Watkins, Diaby, Cash. On the bench it's Turner, Estupinan, Udogi and Mbama. Starting Estupinan over Gabriel, another decision to make. But likewise, if Saka misses out, there is the potential to start both and ride it out this week. They're really close. Gabriel with the better clean sheet odds, Estupinan with a tougher fixture but more goal threat. When I look at this team, I am impressed by the slow start, but that's how FPL goes sometimes. I've played the exact same way in past seasons and been inside the top 10k at this point. Gotta keep doing whatever you think is the best thing for your team each week. There were a few questions on the last stream where people said they're ranked 5 mil for example and wondering whether to wildcard as a result. The answer is that your rank's irrelevant and it's your team that's what matters. So if you've got a good team, don't panic wildcard just for the sake of it. If Saka's available, this is a great team for Gaming 7. So no further transfer plans with two already spent on Trippi and Botman. If Saka is out, then I will likely wildcard. So let's have a look at how the wildcard would look if that were to be the case. The team would be Ariola in goal, Gabore, Botman, Trippier defence, Salah, Son, Madison, Diaby, Gordon midfield. So Son would be the only midfielder to survive. Alvarez and Haaland up top, with Turner, Cash, Archer and Udogi on the bench. 
Since it's a double gaming, Kobore is worth a go for 4 mil, or another double gaming defender like Aldakil or Bayer. I'm personally not sold on Morris, he's still not registered over one non-penalty XG, so you're basically hoping to fluke another penalty. He makes more sense if you're not wildcard in this week, but you plan to in the next few weeks as you can get him straight back out. Ariola and Turner rotate quite nicely, but it is a gamble on Turner keeping his spot. He is playing well, so there is a case to be made that it'd be harsh for him to be dropped now. So Barnes is injured long term for Newcastle, which has made Gordon an interesting one for 5.6 mil. Two goals and three assists this season, and he was quality when he came on against Sheffield United in place of Barnes. He is on four yellows, so one more and he'll be suspended, but there is good bench depth in this team, and he is cheap, so it's not a major issue. Diaby is slightly ahead of the curve as a pick at the moment, 11% ownership, expecting that to rise dramatically over the next couple of weeks. And of course Salah's in the team, who's got incredible fixtures in a few weeks. With that all in mind, I'd like to wait till game 9 or 10 to wildcard, as Saka, Rashford and Bumo all have good fixtures this week, and they'd all leave the team on a wildcard. You can make the case for downgrading Trippier to a cheap defender, and then go Gordon up to a Saka or a Rashford type player if you can afford it. One issue of wildcarding now is gaming 9 and 10 look tricky to navigate as mentioned earlier. Rashford has Sheffield United gaming 9 and then he's got Fulham in gaming 11, then Luton and then Everton. Meanwhile Saka's got Sheffield United in gaming 10 home and he's got Burnley home gaming 12. Impossible to get them all in your team without selling Sun and Madison, but they've got Fulham home gaming 9. So by waiting a few weeks perhaps a solution will arise but right now I don't see it. Perhaps there isn't one and you have to just pass up on a plump fixture for one player. So that's the team and the potential wildcard draft. Let's see what happens in the Friday press conferences. Thanks for watching. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.